Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The Instance. Hello, everyone around the world, and welcome back to The Instance, episode 602. This is May 19th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson with Patrick Beja. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Scott Johnson. Nice How are you, you doing I'm do- today? I'm, I'm doing well. I don't well. know what I'm, why I'm talking like this. Yeah, why are you talking like that? What's that about? I have no idea. You put I a... think this might be some kind of movie trailer voice for <laughs> weird people. You put Patrick in the forest uh, of Scandinavia. For too long, and yeah. this is what happens. This is what happens. He starts to crack. But I'll tell you, there's another guy on the show who does never cracks. You never see his crack. It's uh, Garrett Weinzer. Hello, Garrett. How's it going? Uh, I used to wear really low pants in oh. high school and uh, the early years of college, so many people have indeed seen my crack. Have you? Did you wear those? Um, okay, in the '90s, there were these pants that were like—I uh, don't know what they're called. They were like really big and wide and stiff and low, um, but they were Jinko? also shorts. I think that was it. Jinko shorts. Yes, yes I had Jinko shorts and a limp biscuit t-shirt and a backwards red Yankees hat. Oh my lord. <laughs> Did you did you eat yeah. limp biscuits for dinner? Is that what you did? Is you ate a lot of limp biscuits? Is that what you're you doing? You know, I'm more of a sourdough guy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. I'm glad that you acknowledged. I mean, you don't wear those things now. You're you're you know to to say that hey, the past is the past, right? You're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Except, you know, it's it's the end of the world, and I don't I don't think I can think of a more appropriate soundtrack to blast from my doof wagon in the wasteland than limp biscuit. I think that's a fair point. All right. Well, glad to have you both here. We're going to dive into this week's news right now. There has been some gnashing of teeth in the community. Now I know what you're saying at home, Scott. Aren't the, the wild <laughs> community always pissed at something? Well, you have a point. However, uh, this one has risen to frothy levels. We should probably talk about it a little bit. Uh, there are major cons- uh, community concerns regarding large amounts of saved echoes of Nihilatha for corruption. And if you don't know what that means, maybe tune out for the next, I don't know, five minutes or however long it takes us to go through this. Oh, if we get through this for five minutes, I will be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, with yesterday's announcement uh, of upcoming corruption vendor being added to the game, many players have expressed concerns over their inability to obtain Echoes of Nihilatha on their mains. Okay, so while others have tens of thousands of this currency, Echoes of Nihilatha, stored in their characters, uh, other folks on their mains are concerned. For some, this is going to sound really familiar. All right, and many of you, if you're old enough to remember, at the end of Legion, uh, the waking essence currency issues then. Very, very reminiscent of this. So now maybe some of you are like, oh, is that sort of thing happening again? Okay, now I'm, t- now I'm paying attention. So here's the deal. Before the hotfix that was just launched, Echoes of Nihilatha only dropped for characters which did not already have all their rank three essences, okay? 
That's before the hotfix. For players who decided to acquire every essence for their class in patch 8.2 or the beginning of patch 8.3, this character did not receive any Echoes of Nihilatha. You got none. For players who bought all their essences on alts later in the patch, their Echoes of Nihilatha generation stopped. All right? Is everybody with me so far? Maybe? <laughs> when the Echoes... Yeah. All right. When the Echoes currency was only used to buy rank 3 essences, this didn't matter. Okay? It didn't matter. Why would somebody who has rank 3 essences need a currency to buy rank 3 essences? Makes sense. Right? I'm not going to have a thing and then spend it on a thing I already have because you already have the thing. Why would you spend it? All right. Early yesterday, Blizzard announced that Echoes and Iolotha would be currency that is used for the corruption vendor. In addition to its previous use of buying account-wide essences. All right? That was announced yesterday. With today's server maintenance, which I assume is over now for everybody, all players will be able to earn Echoes and Iolotha after one character has completed the legendary cloak quest line. This does not account for the fact that some players have not had access to, ask, access to their currency for the first, or for, I'm sorry, for a time since it went live. All right. You can see where the confusion might come in. Blizzard has a response, and people don't think this is good enough, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. Blizzard says this, Echoes of Nihiloth will be much more abundant than, than before. As we expand the usefulness of the Echoes, we want to ensure the players who have felt the need to accumulate uh, accumulate them don't feel this disadvantage. So we will be increasing both drop rates of Echoes and their costs by a factor of five. This means that when these changes take effect, a major assault will award 625 Echoes. That's up 125 of them. The cost to purchase an Essence will also increase by the same factor from 500 to 2,500 Echoes. Okay? Again, they're talking about convoluted currency blizzard made up so some of this can be a little confusing if you're not following along all right so for those of you who already you know have or sorry for those who don't have all your rank three essences this is probably okay all right you've been accumulating by doing preferred wow content anyway right you've been out there running stuff that gives you essences and you don't care however for the players that acquired all these rank three essences they no longer interacted with the system therefore there's no choice of whether or not to accumulate the currency it was decided for them that they would receive Zero. When doing their preferred content of raids, PvP, dungeons for fun, they received, received zero also. Even if they weren't seeking to collect them, their passive abilities would have earned them some supply of Echoes of Nihilatha. There was no choice. They were never given the opportunity to accumulate them at all. All right. Uh, here's the important bit of that that I wanted to get to. The whole thing was designed as a catch-up system. Some are of the opinion, including an article I read on Wowhead pretty thoroughly, they believe that maybe it only is helping those who caught up more, unquote. And so they have suggestions for how to fix it, what Blizzard could do. And then I want to talk about it as a group. Because I know we mentioned the new vendor, which is the whole reason everyone's been out of shape? At the top we did, but but only oh, okay. cursorily, yes. They're, they're okay, introducing... That's the most important thing, is yeah. that they're reutilizing this pre-existing currency for a new vendor that was just announced yesterday. Right. That's their, that's their solution. Uh, so this is what Wowhead says, and I think I might agree with them. They have suggestions for what Blizzard could probably do to rectify the problem. Reward those who have acquired all their rank three essences with a large sum of Echoes of Nihilatha. Okay, that's the dump. That's the dump. Dump everything solution. Just give every, give everybody a whole bunch of extras to sort of make up for this discrepancy. Another option is reset the Echoes currency for all players to zero 
or create a new currency. No way they're doing that. And that'll cause more problems than it would solve. And then finally, increase the number of, or sorry, the multiplier from five times to something higher, uh, which I think would may happen over time anyway, because once they implement the five times higher uh, multiplier, give it a few days, they get some data, they decide, hmm, probably need, this needs to go up or down. I mean, that seems like the kind of number that might move anyway. All right. Is the freak out worth the freak out or not? And when we were about to start the show, Patrick was all like, man, I don't think this is much of anything or it's just players complaining. No, 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 no. All right. Yes. Okay. That, that is, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, There's a little so bit to unpack. The, the, but- the new, what does the new vendor give you? Because that's, as Garrett pointed out, key to the whole story. What's the, the new vendor stuff? So this is the corruption vendor. It says Blizzard denounced that Echoes and Iolotha will be the currency that is used for the corruption vendor in addition to using its pre- sorry, in addition to its previous use of buying account-wide essences. With today's server's maintenance, all players will be able to earn Echoes and Iolotha after one character has reached their thing. I don't know what you're actually buying there. I assume gear and Oh, upgrades. but that's the thing. Yeah, that's the important part. Well, you used to buy essences, but you don't need to now, right? No, yeah. Because no, the, the thing that's changing is that you can get other stuff, right? right? That, that's the important part. Right, you can get other stuff. that other stuff? Depending on, on what it is, let's say it's you like... Can, you can basically make your own corrupted gear. You're going to be able to buy things that allow you to apply corruption to gear. Okay. Okay. So the point is those who accumulated all the passive gain of the of the content or excuse me of the of the currency are going to just have loads of currency for doing nothing but people who focused on I don't know mainlighting high end stuff they're not going to be able to get it they can't do they they don't have as much is what i'm saying they don't have as much of, if the, any of at the all. currency if any at uh, all right and yeah. they're pissed yeah, they're that's, super pissed that's the whole point yeah that's that's why i was i was i was poking more on the vendor side of things cuz it's the fact that it's a new it's a new vendor and what that vendor sells that's important and and frankly the fact that they're reutilizing uh, an already pre-existing currency for something we didn't know was coming right uh let's see i'm trying to find just a list of the stuff but the point is oh here we go i found it um is this correct uh, hold on corruption vendor here we go yeah there's the blue post on wowhead right now like it lists like vessel of horrific visions rank three essence there it masterful is masterful one, one siphoner, siphoner one, one yeah, twilight yeah. devastation one right right Echoing void, yeah. These are your your corruptions as you get further down. That we've already been able to buy vessel of horrific visions, obviously, but right. and, and essences with this currency. But you move down, your your ones, your twos, your threes, your these corruption levelers. That's that's what's new here. So that's is so is important. Blizzard's, but is Blizzard's and idea just, of like, hey, everything's got a five a plus five multiplier on all this on on your on your drops moving forward of the currency. Is that enough to satisfy people? It sounds like not. Well, it sounds like people are mad. But so let me let me just to clarify again to be sure that I understand correctly. The whole issue is that some people have been able to accumulate that currency because they didn't have all the essences yet, and others didn't accumulate the currency even though they were doing the activities that would give them the currency. Mm-hmm. And so the the issue is those who have accumulated the currency and have some remaining will be able to buy stuff from that vendor immediately while others will need to get more of the currency to get the same stuff. Right. 
correct? And, yes. You and nailed it. it. And yes. it's flipped. It's weighted okay. the op. It's weighted the wrong direction, right? Isn't that the main problem it's, here? Is that no, well? Okay. I think uh, the, the what they're saying is you'll be getting that currency a lot faster. Mm -hmm. They are saying that moving forward. Yes. Right. So, yeah, it sounds like it's a little bit of baby wines. A little oh, bit. Oh, man. Because, no, I mean, honestly, like, okay, let's say it takes you, what, a week, two weeks to get that amount of currency. And if it's five times faster, it's going to take you two days. Mm -hmm. So it's essentially two days of playing the game that you're, quote, unquote, losing, not you, did, you didn't quite lose them because you spent that currency to get your essences anyway so you did get benefits from the currency you you farmed and you're going to get the same amount of currency that others have spent one or two weeks getting in one or two days if it's five times faster uh, so essentially yeah. what they're saying is oh they already have that amount of currency and it's going to take us two days to get that much uh, again if that is indeed the case, indeed the case, yes, I am calling baby whining, and it's kind of annoying whining. <laughs> if I misunderstood some of it, yeah. then maybe there's something else happening. Yeah. But with that quote-unquote description, it is come on, like because the currency you already spent, you could have spent now differently if you had had it more. But it's going to take you a couple of days to get that much currency. Yes, I, I think that's uh, okay. All right, point. What uh, if I let me say this okay. real quick? What if they what if they put, what if they delayed the vendor? Would that fix everybody's problems? Because your point of like, well, you can earn it real quick now after this hot fix, so we give it another week before we put the vendor in. The problem is the vendor's in today, and people who have the currency can just go buy it now, and everyone else is like, really? I got to go spend two days now grinding this out again because I did everything I was supposed to be doing during that time, and all these other people sort of just passively earned it. It seems like a reasonable thing to be annoyed about in a, in a game that's all about new new patch, new thing to do, go do the new thing. Well, I can't because you treated me weird with the currency and and now it's now it's funky and all these people are going to get it and I'm not going to be able to get it. I mean, it seems like a reasonable complaint to me. It's not that they're going to get it. It's that they already got it and I didn't because I was I had maxed out my uh, uh, stuff, right? Kind of. Right. Yeah. So, Gary, yeah. go ahead. You had a, you had like, a counterpoint. Is it so kind of or is it that? Yes. At the same time, like, I think there's more than one reason you could potentially look at this and go, really? Because, like, why are we even reusing a pre-existing currency in the first place? That's another point I've seen brought up and I kind of agree with. Like, mm. why don't you just... I realize I feel like they make a currency every time they sneeze over on the World of Warcraft team, but... Uh, with something like this that seemingly came out of left field, why are we reusing a currency that only certain characters and certain players were able to get and weren't aware of? Now, Patrick, I don't think this is a very big deal, personally. But okay. I can't help but look at this as the kind of the game of uh, being a game studio. Like, if you think of, like, announcing things and kind of expecting the reaction, uh, if you think of it, all of, all of it as a game, how did they not see a negative reaction coming? This seems <laughs> like the most obvious thing that would piss players off to me. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying that I'm personally pissed off, but like, you just tell me, well, we're going to take a currency that only some players can accrue, and we're going to use it for a brand new thing to get some of the best gear in the game and not tell it's anyone not until that, a day before it. Mm. That's going to make players mad. Some players, 
I mean, you have to look at the the way the people that are negatively in, impacted are being negatively impacted. Like, how big a deal is it? Mm. And if indeed the big deal is that you'll be up to speed in three days of plate of of, of playing, I'm sorry, that's not a. It outweighs for me the negative aspects of having like a whole other currency to worry about well um, if you're if you're I mean, you could you could you as wowhead suggests you could also just give a lump sum of the currency yeah as sure a, maybe, hey, maybe they could go. do that sure yeah, I, yeah. I, they, I feel... they could do that i'm not saying they shouldn't but it, it does sound like uh, uh like the community and that's kind of a tough thing to evaluate but it sounds like the community is proverbially up in arms yeah they and again, if I understand it correctly, it doesn't seem like something that people should be up in arms about. Like if that's really the whole deal, it's an amount of currency that you have to play a few days to get back. Well, Apple I, I don't think that's very much a case it's of like, two I don't things know. being true at once. Like right. I don't think mm. it's a it might be, yeah. I don't personally think it's a huge deal, but I also don't think it would have been that hard to design this right. a little better. I agree. I agree. That's where I'm at, too. These two things are true at the same time. Here's the thing. I mean, I don't care that much either. If you're really, really into retail right now, you probably care a whole lot more than the three of us do um, if you're in there every day. And two days, three days may seem like you've now been put way behind. Apple Biscuit in the chat makes the point that in two weeks, no one's even going to be talking about this. And you're probably right. Regardless of what Blizzard does, they'll probably catch up and it'll be fine. Until then, next time one of these happens and we all go, oh, remember in BFA? Yeah, that was like what they did in Legion. Like, it's not like this hasn't kind of happened before. That stuff at the tail end of Legion was just as controversial and just as irritating for players who were affected by it. Um, it just feels like, I think you're both right. I think it's not as big a deal as people are making out to be, but I also think that Blizzard could have avoided this kerfuffle by just having a better plan for how We just call it a fluffle. I'm not even sure it deserves the cur. I think that maybe gives it a little too much. Just <laughs> like, fluffle? All right, I'm fluffle. with you, Patrick. Like I think this is like stupid minor. But it's another one of those things too. Where it's like I imagine being a community manager and hearing about this ahead of time. Going, are you are you sure that's exactly how you want to do it? Are you are you certain? Are you, are you sure you don't want to just give some, like give some to the people who weren't getting any, like yeah. please for yeah. the sake of my own sanity? Yeah, I understand, but I I yeah I I agree. There is some something to that, and it might be because I'm I'm playing less, but. I don't know. I've gotten less and less patient for these kinds of things. Um, I don't know. And, and I'm, I'm sure some people will hear this and go like, oh, look at Patrick. He's being all like, children, don't bother me in my castle with your puny <laughs> concerns. Hey, man, listen, and you can tell the they're... kids to get off your lawn. I, I get it, Grandpa. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, you know, it, there's a little bit of that, I admit. Yeah. But... You know, I don't know. It really feels like the community maybe has always been like this, but and maybe it's me who's being less patient about it. But it's really like I can't see it as something worth of a lot of complaint. I don't know. Maybe we're I'm repeating. Do you myself. do you think it's do you think it's just part of the two year pylon we've been experiencing? Because that's kind of we've you know we're still kind of in that hole. Mad Blizzard, they're different than they used to be. They're not. They canceled all the stuff I love, or they announced a mobile game, and I don't care. Or they re screwed up Reforged. Like we're still kind of uh, in that. It, at, at the end of the day, like this is just internet culture. 
Like, listen, yeah. dude, you know what my other favorite thing in the world is? Mm. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, you there's know, no controversy you know where there's around also a cottage industry built on outrage? <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there are entire, I mean, we've said it about WoW before, but there are entire, you know, highly followed YouTube channels that sprung up just to complain about Star Wars films and why everyone's doing everything wrong. And then once you do that, then you got a business to maintain. You got to make sure you're always outraged. I totally get you. It's just part of that. And for sure it's all amplifying it, but there's just a tiny bit of this where I think Blizzard could have maybe seen that coming. Yes, they could have, you know, they could have made it probably better. I'm also thinking they have to prioritize and I'm sure, you know, they realized this could be uh, somewhat problematic and, and figured, you know, do we want to create a whole new currency? Do you want to uh, put in all the systems to manage an additional currency? Do we want to... I mean, we have other things to worry about as well. Like, there are a number of issues that managing a game like WoW entails, and I don't think this should be the... You know, this would be the most... uh, the highest one on their priority list. I wish there were two currencies in WoW at any given time. Gold, and then one more is all you get. And that other one can be whatever you want it to be. Forget about PvP for a minute, but just in the, the core game, the PvE game, give me gold and give me, you know, the hot sweat of Illidan or whatever you want to be your secondary currency. Oh, I want the hot sweat of Illidan. We all do. You are his scarves. Anyway, just have that be the secondary <laughs> thing. Whatever it is, per, per expansion, I don't want to deal with all the other four or five or six or seven or ten other currencies. And they do pull back sometimes. They pull way back recently, or recent years, on how many total currencies there were and what you had to do with them. But, yeah, I, that's my, my overall take, is that just introduces problems into the game. Now they're experiencing another one. They probably could have designed around it. If it were me, and I wanted to appease this vocal um, portion of the community that's very upset about this, I would give them a lump sum of of the currency and say, yeah, this is calculated about as much as it would take you to catch up. So here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's exceedingly reasonable. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I bet you end up doing something like that in my opinion, because I wasn't even going to put this in the notes today, but people were all up and freak out about this. It's, and I just thought, it is very dry. Like we, these types of vendors at the end of the, an expansion are kind of expected. Now, granted there wasn't much of a run up here. Yeah. Uh, you know, if anything, maybe just announce it a little sooner, mm-hmm. or, you know, just give us more of a heads up, which isn't something I feel like I don't see from the wild team that much. They tend to give us a, quite a bit of a heads up when things are coming down the pipeline, but the, the Hearthstone team lately, my God, they just been like, surprise, here's a patch. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? They're, they're just keep it, giving man. Those guys. What, where's the hype train? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to milk the hype. Let me know what's happening before it happens. What are you doing? Also, I'm a podcaster, and this is extremely specific to my <laughs> needs. Right. Yeah. What about your needs, you're saying to yourself? What about my How needs? How am I supposed to be a shill for your product when I don't know what to shill? <laughs> yeah. Well, today we know what to shill, which is uh, currency. No, I don't know what it is. We're not shilling anything here at the instance, but uh, uh, send us your feedback. We know a lot of you are really worked up about this, and I'd be curious to hear additional or opinions. Don't. They it's, can. It's fine. It's also possible. It's also an option. It's they I would don't like have to, to. Can I? Can I? Can I come on your front porch for a second, there, Patrick, and yell at the kids? Do it. Yes. I really, truly, deep down, could not give less of a shit about this entire 
topic. <laughs> I think it is so boring and so dry, and oh, I'm yeah. angry at the community for making me come up with an opinion about it. Right. We had to talk about it because of you. And then look. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also a little angry at Blizzard for making it kind of obviously dumb. <laughs> right. <It's, laughs> so that it became an outrage that I then had to formulate an opinion on. Exactly. This, that is exactly what's going on. All right. Well, I didn't worry about any of that because I've spent all my time in WoW working on like low-level alts. So Let me tell you about uh, playing a rogue in Zanger Marsh. That's where my current uh, level of enthusiasm is in World of Warcraft. Whoa. That's, wait, hold on. Or, does that mean you're back to classic or are you taking a swipe at classic? No, you no, saying no. I'm there? still working on that rogue alt I was talking about last Oh, week. the alt. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking yeah, of your yeah. hunter. I, now, now I'm a Blade's Edge, but yeah. yeah. Oh, Blades that's Edge. that's the cutting edge world of warcraft that i'm playing oh uh, you can get out you can finally go raid uh gruel and go do a gruel raid remember how, that guy he's not a blades I, edge he's I, gr- cool i actually distinctly remember a rogue evasion tanking gruel yeah uh, during one of the taunt swaps sure it was fun yeah i remember uh if any all the hunters were terrified because we would 25 man that and they would say hunters please don't use arcane shot in here and I can't remember what the reason was, but if you hit one of his buddies, it did some terrible thing, and it would it wiped the raid. I think that was the first boss. Yeah, that had like the there was like was three. Multi- yeah, there were three dudes or something. They were all yeah, out, it was a bunch of ogres outside the cave or whatever. Um, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but it, whatever it was, you did with arcane shot or a mage would do something with arcane. One one of their arcane abilities, it would just f everybody. And I remember being so afraid I was going to hit a key. In fact, I think I reassigned arcane shot to a different key somewhere way away from my hand so i wouldn't accidentally freaking do it and then i put it in i put it back after we took him down memories man memories well done yeah thanks okay uh we had another ian hazakostas interview this time it happened with wow chakra some interesting stuff was pulled out of here i i kind of cherry picked some of the stuff we haven't heard before that i thought was interesting in regards to Torghast, they are hoping to have legendary crafting testable in a few weeks. So for those looking forward to that, that's coming up. Collecting parts for legendary creation will unlock door. Sorry, unlock a door just outside of Torghast, where a mysterious smith, the one who crafted, crafted, crafted Frostmorn. Ooh. Ooh. Do we know his name? We don't know his name, right? Uh, all I know is I forgive story. any any previous trespass of the WoW team uh, because I am now my fanboy hat is back on. Oh wow! Look at you just jumping right back in with the with the announcement of the dude what made Frostmourne is going to make an appearance. That is you. I don't easy, know who dude. he is, but I know that I care about him. <laughs> uh, no, it's cool. I I'm all down with talking to that guy. But anyway, he's going to help you use the materials to craft your items. More on uh, Arthas in a minute regarding uh the sword reminded me of something we'll talk about oh, it later. That's my favorite thing about mmos man taking like some ancient legendary figure and making it uh, a really boring vendor that you interact with on a daily basis there you go i like hot dog fiascos uh in the chat room his suggestion is bob frostmorn should be his name oh yeah oh, yeah uh, bob uh, yeah. bob frostmorn and i go way back yeah he and i are yeah. we're old pals um <laughs> anyway soul smithing school together <laughs> Uh, he also talked a little bit about class trainers and their role in Shadowlands. So if you remember back in the old days, class trainers, how you got your stuff. If you wanted to learn something new, you had to go to him and you had to pay a lot of gold to do it. Uh, that's not true anymore. They're kind of just sort of wasted space. He did say this class trainers will teach new players about their different specializations in Shadowlands. And by the way, when you make a new character in Shadowlands, you simply are a class with no uh, specialization until you reach 10. 
I think that's already the case, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was sooner than that that we got. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Never mind. No, um, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, no, no. Never mind. I misunderstood you. Ignore oh, me. All right. I'm ignoring you now. Just for just for a very small second, then I'll listen to you again. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I don't remember how it worked before. And I just did this, so I should remember, but I don't remember how it works. But anyway, you just won't be, you just won't have a specialization until you hit 10, and then suddenly you can choose. So enjoy. Uh, Hey, Frost Mages, good good news. You're going to start as Frost. I'm pretty sure that's where you're going to start. You're going to probably stay there for most of your leveling experience in Shadowlands. Okay. They also say there are no plans to have players learn spells from class trainers again. Meaning ever in WoW. WoW will never do it again. Trainers are out of luck. They're furloughed permanently. That job is no longer... What do they say in Britain? It's where you've become... You've been made redundant. That's what happened, class trainers. Oh, is that a British thing? I think so. They say that? Or do you say that? That's my understanding, yeah. What do you do in France? What do you say in France? Do you say... uh... Oh. Uh, You say, I would like to fire you, but I can't because (laughs) the state won't let me because we're a socialist wonderland. Yeah. Is that what happens? Oh, wow. That's kind of... What do they do? They just tease you until you leave? (laughs) How do they fire you there? Yeah. Well, not exactly. You you, you absolutely can fire people, but it's a little bit more difficult. You have Um, to go, you got to prove something or something, right? You have to get to, uh, you have to exchange a certain amount of a new currency uh, (laughs) and go to Bob Frostmourne (laughs) and ask him politely. And it takes a little bit of grinding. Sounds right. That, that, that really, tracks. Somebody please go register bobfrostmorn.com. Oh my uh, gosh, someone should do that. What do would we put on it. there? Absolutely. Mm. Oh my God, that's so freaking dumb. I love it. Tom Norm in the chat, who I don't know, maybe he's maybe he lives there, says they can't fire you, but they can harass you without remorse. All right then. I don't know how that works, but we'll take it. Uh, in regards to story, this is the, some of the stuff I got most excited about because uh, we haven't heard a lot, so. It's nice to get a little bit. Says this, Toronto story will continue. A piece of the burning Tedrasil or the burning of Tedrasil and Shadowlands story. The war started in BFA, and it's not over in her eyes. Gun gun. Very intense moment there for Toronda. I won't be happy until she stabs Sylvanas with an arrow. Not shoots her with an arrow, Legolas style, stabs her. Just holding an arrow, just stabs her with it. Is that really what you want? Is that what you want for her? For her? Well, she's got all this uh, weird moon dark power now, so oh, yeah. she could. Maybe one of the, the, the class abilities for uh, moon dark power ranger priestess this, is, this is... Uh, stab someone with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's one of the powers. Sure. This is relieving for me to hear because uh, Jaina kind of went war crazy post uh, the bombing of, of uh, Theramore, and then she just disappeared for yeah. like three expansions. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that they're picking this back up so soon, although it kind of seems like they have to, seeing as Sylvanas is a very major player in Shadowlands. Well, hold on. She disappeared for, she wasn't around for Legion, except she was always in the room yelling at people. Like if you go talk to shit, was it? So, right. So Theramore happened in between what? Cataclysm Cataclysm and, uh, and Pandaria. Pandaria. I think it was, yeah, it was like the part of it was like the very first scenario because scenarios were a thing in Pandaria, right? Right. That was Um, new in Pandaria. Because she barely shows up in Pandaria. She shows up on Thunder Isle, I think, like once, if I remember correctly, Mm. and like yells at uh, some blood elves and and ports out. Yeah, she's not there very long. You're right. 
Pandaria. Uh, Pandaria, we we had yeah. Warlords of Draenor, and she wasn't. Oh, I, I forgot. All, I totally forgot about Warlords. She was barely in that, yeah. And then she was barely in Legion. Well, um, she was in Legion enough to be seen. Like, you'd go talk to shit wizard Khadgar in uh, New Dalaran, and she'd be standing there going, I hate everybody, and there's a white streak in my hair now, and that was about all you got from her. So That was, like, her one scene in Pandaria as well. Like, I said, she got, like, one scene in Pandaria, nothing in Draenor, one scene in Legion, and then finally... It's like, hey, Jaina was like ready to murder everybody. What's going on? Oh, don't worry. BFA, we're going to get to her. And they did. Yeah. Chat says we need a, a, a night elf big bad. I don't know. I mean, Illidan is sort of that. I mean, uh, I mean, he was. And then he was a hero again. But he's a hero uh, again. Can we make Malfurion the big bad? Because I can't stand him and I kind of just want to kill him. Listen. He is so annoying. He is a tree prophet. Taronda. Why don't you love? Well, you should love him. He's the worst. I'm, you're right. You're totally. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. I love Night Elves and Malfurion just uh just bores Okay, me but you gotta admit, in that in-game cinematic they did not too terribly long ago when he turned into the bear and attacked oh. the orc or whatever. That was pretty cool. That was badass. All right. It's like you're you're pointing out like that one Clone Wars episode where Jar Jar is bearable. <laughs> right. Kind of yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. But there's that great It was very cool. That cinematic is amazing. It's, don't, don't yeah, it's very good. That in-game stuff was great. Oh, he also said, um, well it's a ways in here, so I'll, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. But there's some news on that front as well. All right. Anyway, he said, um, many important characters from Azeroth will be in Shadowlands in some form, and the team is excited for everyone to see what different characters end up being in it. He says, Arthas is obviously somewhere in Shadowlands. So, Garrett, hold, hold, hold on to something here. Uh, but they want to be respectful with the character, he says. We will learn more about him and his true nature, but we will most likely will not be adventuring or interacting much with him. But he'll He'll be there Ooh, in some form. Worst oh, expansion you know, ever. Well, what do you want to do with him? What do you want to do? Roll with Arthas well, and like, what do you that's, think? You have Sylvanas who was created by <laughs> Arthas, basically. And you're, what? What are you doing? But like, the thing is, the, the are thing they looking is, at Marvel and go, how do we do the opposite of this, which is good? Yeah, All right. Yeah. Um, hey, we've got a main big bad of an expansion that is directly tied to the now dead big bad of a previous expansion existing in a realm where we are endlessly questing up a tower that looks like that character's freaking home. Yeah. And we're just, we're just going to keep them in the shadows. But you okay, but look. sure. You know what I want? I want no Thanos in Endgame. That's what I want. <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying, but I'm telling you right now, if I, well, I'm not, I'm not going to bet money on this, but I'm willing to bet nothing that, uh, he, <laughs> that he is somehow part of the final raid of that expansion. He's part of the Maw. There's something in there. He's a second or third before you get to freaking the jailer or some bullshit. It's totally going to happen. It's not going to be just some reference or, hey, I think that's where Arthas lives up on some tower or something. He's going to be in it more than that. So does that help you feel any better that I have no no information and I told you that just to help you feel better? Do you feel better now? (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Patrick. Go ahead. I will be happy if Arthas comes back, but I, I do wonder... Do we really want like them to bring back the 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 same characters over and over again forever? No. Uh to not you know this is a, a I think a flaw of many uh popular culture properties which characters are never dead they're never you know they come back no matter what happens and you know that no one ever dies kind of you know comics but not only comics and I don't know. I like the idea that, okay, this one is done. This mm. one has had his story arc. Yeah. It was a great story arc, and it was finished. 
Uh, I think also, he's I think he's the, the jailer. Time, by the way, he's totally the jailer. We all we all think the jailer's a new character. It's like mm-hmm. Arthas reincarnated, man. Maybe. I'm telling you, you watch. Uh, at the same time, I really want to see Arthas again. Yeah. So, but listen, everyone's there. Everyone is in Shadowlands, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is in the Shadowlands. This yeah. is like, going to be my counterpoint see... to everything you just said. Was just Patrick. This is literally the dig up the dead expansion. <laughs> is the right. point of this expansion? Yeah. Like we could, but get, like an interesting like, way, not like Draenor. We can get. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Garthus or uh, uh, Garrosh is up there someplace. Um, yeah, everybody there. Everybody. I hope I hope Garrosh is in like a like I want like bad Adam Sandler, little Nicky levels of Garrosh is in hell getting pineapple shoved up his ass. That's that's what I want. Wow, <laughs> wow. Wait, pineapples? Why? Because they go in the, the wrong way and they hurt real bad. Is that why? The literal literal scene in Little Nicky is they're like, oh, I got sorry, I got to go shove pineapples up Hitler's ass. I'm oh, busy today. I don't remember that. It's, it was a, one of those weird movies I watched way too many times when I was a kid, so I have retained far too much information about That's, one of the not-so-great Adam Sandler films. Yeah, it's not a great movie. That is what was happening in the movie that you were watching as a kid? Well, it, it was, was a re- it was just a reference. When I say a kid, I was probably, like, very early teens. <laughs> okay, I guess that's... The perfect bad. time to be watching Adam Sandler films. You know, we've been here, we've been, as we've been talking about pineapples and butts, I've come to even a stronger <laughs> conclusion that I think the jailer is Arthas and Sylvanas knows it. And we're going to have that big reveal at some point. So mark my words today, uh, Tuesday, May 19th, 2020, I made the call. Arthas is well, the jailer. Let's see. They told us there'd be shades of gray and there wasn't. And they're telling us there won't be Arthas. So there probably will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to go off of. The opposite of whatever they're telling us. <laughs> With story, anyway. All right. What if, uh, yeah. what if they do an Avengers-like uh, reunion of all the baddies from all the, the whole story of World of Warcraft, yeah. uh, and everyone is there? Do I guess the, the Legion doesn't go there. Although, do they? maybe now that Ar- Argus has been destroyed, they don't have a world to regenerate on. Maybe mm-hmm. they also go there. So well, they just there are it could be. dread lords, but I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, um, why are there? What about Sargeras? Maybe we just killed him an expansion ago, and he's like, "Hey, my dudes." <laughs> I know I at least Sargeras is canonically dead. I believe he's like <laughs> yeah. imprisoned wherever Illidan. Oh. Yeah, it's the ten thousand oh. year prison thing. Here's what I here's um, what I think. Uh, there will be at least three or four fell reavers that I helped kill. They'll be in Shadowland uh, <laughs> somewhere. Pretty excited about uh, that. No, it's definitely going to be three of me that was killed by the same Fell Reaver <laughs> over and over again. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do. But I, I'm I'm torn on this point because I wouldn't mind sort of a Arthas is the jailer twist. I don't know why. I don't know why. I kind of a, honestly assumed it. But like when they were playing coy with the jailer, I was like, "Oh, it's Arthas! It's totally Arthas!" Like, who else would be the Arthas? Yeah. Oh, I really hope it's not Arthas. Like, I, I thought it would have been a wonderful like, like. Okay, Patrick, I get that you you hate fun, uh, but <laughs> but like this is when, why I love when Blizzard. They were, when they were being coy, I was just like, oh, clearly, like what a great twist! Sylvanas is now in charge of Arthas instead of the other way around. She finally came. It came full circle. Like this is like it's Warcraft. It's oh no, super I could campy. I could live with with uh, that story arc. I, he doesn't need to be the jailer for that to be the case. You know, oh, I don't. I just don't yeah. want every you know character to be a recycled older character all the time. Like the the 
I do think there are there's value to having different stories with different characters. I, I, I I'm you fine know? with anything as long as it's good. Because I think Draenor is a bad example of recycling old characters, and I think Legion mm-hmm. is an amazing example of recycling. Yeah, that's true. Characters. We I were like all the story in Draenor. Yeah. I like the you know I think the the expansion itself was bad. I'm not sure. At least the setup of the story, you know, Garrosh going back to going back in time to bring back his you know horde the way he I I you think the story was bad? No. I, I thought it fine. was kind of crap. Yeah. He, you just don't like okay. orcs. He doesn't like orcs. It doesn't. You can't talk about that without with Garrett without realizing how badly he dislikes orcs. I like orcs. I don't like orcs as much as Blizzard likes orcs. <laughs> They're not as interesting as they think they are. I mean, <sighs> that is a fair. Assessment. That's actually Garrosh, pretty fair. But, but to me, Garrosh peaked in Pandaria. That's that pretty was like peak. Like, oh my god, they actually made a new villain that's not tied to Warcraft Three that has like ascended entirely in World of Warcraft. Yeah. And I was so impressed. That's part of the reason I love Pandaria so much is Garrosh's arc. And then it's just kind of a, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. To me, it just felt very fan servicey and not in an interesting way. How many, or, or, how many chat, would, chat rooms seems to be hinting at this? How many Murlocs do you think are, are in Shadowlands and where do they oh, keep them? Gee, that should have been, you know, it, it would have been a really labor intensive gag, but we've killed so many Murlocs. There should be an entire <laughs> continent dedicated to the souls of slain Murlocs. Yeah. And all you hear is be a zone. just constant, like just this hum of horrible Murloc voices. And <laughs> there's just mountains made of Murloc yeah. eyes. Yeah. Just mountains of Murlocs, spiritual de- dead Murlocs. I'm in, I'm in on this oh, wacky. Sure there, there's going to be some Easter eggs or jokes about this, right? There has to be. There's got to be. I, I hope. I hope they do like a gag island in one of the patches that's just nothing but murlocs. Nice. I like your <laughs> plan too. Uh, Bolvar will also be involved in the pre-expansion events and the story of Shadowlands. Savannah left him alive at the end of their encounter, so he's still around, uh, according to Ian. I think we knew that though. So um, he went on to say that war mode is a thing. It's a real deal. Oh wait, I'm missing part of this. Hold on, let me. I didn't mean to skip that. Okay, uh, talked about legendaries and catch-up mechanics. There will likely be some sort of catch-up mechanic for legendaries throughout Shadowlands. The system is designed so that a fresh alt can start aiming toward a legendary right away. Unlike Legion, the team is experimenting with making legendary recipes account-wide for alts. So that's probably going to sound good to somebody out there. All right, war mode. You know war mode that we have now where you turn it on or off depending if you want to do PvP on your server or whatever? Well... The team is continuing to build upon war mode in Shadowlands. There might even be more free-for-all events instead of faction events, including the possibility of changes between covenants or challenges between covenants. Sorry. So that could be interesting. Make war more more, more of a thing. I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. I sort of just don't have it on anymore because I don't want to be bothered. But when I was rolling with you guys and we had it on and we were doing like... Um, Oh, dude, like that first like two weeks of the expansion. It was and we really were just, fun. Yeah. We were just taking over entire zones. It, it was amazing. It was so um, much fun. I can't wait to do that yeah, kind of thing again. It was a blast. It, I think it's really easy to kind of forget, like, but I think war mode is probably the most successful feature of BFA. Oh, interesting argument. Let me think like what else would be. It had it had moments where they were, you know, trying to rebalance different things and it kind of swung kind of kind of messed things up. But like overall, I I'm really happy with war mode overall it's like the big thing i'm kind of walking away from bfa being like this was this was a major kind of overarching change to the way you can play world of warcraft and i think it was really successful yeah it worked for what they were trying to do i think you make a good point it is sad though that you can that it's 
because I'm trying to think of a better feature during this expansion and I can't. So it's both good and bad. Like war mode is the best feature <laughs> is, is true, but that's because the, the, you know, the competition for best feature this time around whew, was not great. Like oh, islands were kind I, of an island sucked freaking. They just sucked. They weren't great. It wasn't great. It should have been great. It wasn't great. Uh, well, war fronts. The, if I get, I'm not even talking yeah, I about. I hate war fronts. I hate them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, without the scroll of grievances against BFA uh, and getting back into that, I would like to also point out I really like corrupted gear. I know some people don't. I really like corrupted gear. Well, I think corrupted gear is an interesting, a really interesting concept. At, at the very least, you also wore those um, weird shorts in the '90s, so I know you like corrupted gear long before you got in the World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, let's not talk about what you were wearing in the 80s. Okay? Yeah, you know, I, I know. I have nothing. I have no way to. In fact, I was even in my own realm. I'm not kidding you. This is the truth. I would go to Payless Shoes and I would buy the worst pair of shoes and then I would paint them different colors depending on what week and what mood I was in. That's how I dressed. I didn't have any kind of cool like trends I followed. I like spray painted a pair of sweats and wore that for like a month. Like just a weird. I was a weird kid. We don't want to get into how weird I was. I was weird. All right. Uh, also, oh, this is great. CGI cinematics. He says the team, this is, I think, good news given what we had last time because it was one of the strongest points of the expansion. You know what? I'm going to change my opinion. War mode was not the most successful feature of the expansion. The CGI story spread throughout the expansion's lifetime was my highlight of this expansion. Even if we may not have been happy where the story went, if you, whether you liked, uh, uh, what's his name's arc or not, whether you liked the Sylvanas arc or not, those are different issues. But getting regular full-blown cgi team cinematic stuff out of blizzard during an expansion was a really nice treat i thought uh it says here the team will continue to use all the expected media seen in battle for azoth throughout shadowlands so we can expect in-game cinematic stuff that's really well done uh like we had last time and we can expect uh hopefully a whole a whole lot more in terms of cgi which is exciting to me i know it's a small thing it's got nothing to do with gameplay but i'm a fan any uh dissension on that point no i don't uh, think it's a small thing i think it's a pretty big thing and it's pretty cool okay it's gonna be it's gonna be bolvar right that's that's gonna be the sour fang yeah we, probably we follow mm-hmm. and then whatever models they made they'll just use those again so wh- whoever you're used to seeing i don't know they'll introduce somebody though later like they'll probably keep th- what's thrall doing in this because when this thing ended he's carting off the body of sour fang with uh with zappy boy and uh, King Weenie Head. And there are they not? We don't, I don't know what they've well, not said what the deal is with those guys. Are they going to carry well, forward into this in a major way or what's what's the plan? He's going to give his shield to Zappy Boy. He's going to go through the dark portal and he's going to, and, and then Zappy Boy is going to turn around and see old Thrall and he's going to say, No, I don't think I will. <laughs> you think that's how it'll go? Hold on. Well, old Thrall. Oh, it. you don't mean old Thrall like. You don't mean old like he's green and hunched over like the old days. You mean like old man Thrall is what you mean. Is that what you mean? Thrall is going to have the ending of Endgame. That's what Thrall's going to have. <laughs> I, uh, I have no idea. I have no, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure they know what they're doing with Thrall because I feel like it wasn't very telegraphed. He just, I kind of felt like they, I love that cinematic. I love the cinematic where Starfrank goes and gets him, but I kind of feel like it was just, What's the it point? Was wasted, so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He didn't do anything. He just, bit, he just, yeah. he just stood on the sidelines. Well, man. see, that's like, my whole they, point. He had vengeance face at the end there, 
the camera zooms in, ends on him looking like seriously determined to get vengeance for his fallen his fallen comrade. But then now what? Like we just haven't gotten the end of Listen, that. Listen, if anyone if anyone has reason to go just end Sylvanas, it's Tyrande. If I swear to God, if Thrall steals Tyrande's thunder, I'm going to riot and 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 just I'm going to abandon any cares I have for the Warcraft story. All right, so Thrall can go hammer kill freaking. Um, Malfurion, but don't mess with Toronto. You're saying is that what you're saying? Yeah, you know we're gonna have like a, a multi-location uh, fight, like the end of every Star Wars movie ever, where Thrall gets to face off against Nathanos, but uh, Toronto has to fight Sylvanas. Welcome to the forest. You're looking for my wife, and that's all I want to hear from him for the whole experience. That's all I want to hear. Wait, no, that's Malfurion. Mal- I know that's Malfurion. what I'm saying. I'm still thinking about <laughs> Malfurion. He when when Thrall comes in to do the talking to make an alliance. All he gets to do is say, welcome, and move out of the way and be done. That's it. Go ahead and heal something or go pray to a tree, do whatever shit you got to do, Malfurion. But don't, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. All right. Someone <laughs> uh, put Max in his back, please. Here's uh, another, oh, uh, the home city of Oribos will function like Dalaran uh, did in Legion, while the Covenant Sanctums will uh, function much like Order Halls. And that will be in the beta soon real soon so we get to see what that is i'm excited about that actually i always like whatever the home the home city is i remember thinking Shatrath was the coolest damn thing in the world man you guys remember that and it had the scryers and the whatever they were and you and you, if you got on one side you yeah and if you got on that side i wasn't them so i never remember their name but if it went I'm over there the scryers average way cooler that's what i'm saying basically and they would attack you if you weren't part of them and it just was a trippy cool home city idea which is Oh, I just I thought Shat Raps was so cool. If you go by there now, though, it's way too flat and like spread out and uh, like old MMOE looking. It's not great, but at the time it was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Also, the idea of a, of a cross faction hub was like it blew my mind the first yeah. time I went there. That was like new. That was some new ideas there, which was really cool. They haven't really done that since. But anyway, well, I guess they have done cross faction hubs, but they've oh, done 100%. it. They've done it a different way than they did there. All right. So uh, this next story. Uh, is an ugly one, but only because <laughs> the thing I'm going to talk about is really, really ugly. Uh, Beast- oh, man. Uh, audio <laughs> listeners, click the link. Yeah, yeah, you guys are going <laughs> to want to take a look at this thing. So um, let me put it up for you guys at home. There we go. So you can see it. There is a new World of Warcraft Sylvanas dynamic action hero. Uh, she is a one-ninth scale, full, featured, highly detailed, an articulated model of Sylvanas, the Dark Lady. says here she will have 24 articulated points to achieve a realistic recreation of her game character, as if she came right out of World of Warcraft, they say on this page. Uh, She will feature a real fabric outfit and realistic styled hair that is made from a woolen material. This is from the Beast Kingdom team. They say they put a lot of work into it. When I first read this, I got all excited, and I thought, sweet, I want a Sylvanas statue or action figure or whatever. And then I looked at it and I realized something's wrong with her face. <laughs> look, look at her face. There is something wrong with that face. So Scott, you're, you, you do draw stuff, right? Yeah, you do things yeah. with pencils and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> I had heard the term polishing a turd before I went to art school, <laughs> but it was really beaten to my head in art school yeah. because this so much to me looks like when someone would just render the living hell out of their drawing of a person 
but they had no idea how anatomy worked or proportions. Yeah. It's like they just rendered it to shit, but the, their starting point was just way off. The head was too small. The shoulders were too wide apart. The knees were way longer than the elbows. Like, yeah, this looks like it's really detailed, but oh boy. Oh, those proportions are all wrong. Yeah. It's some kid's sketchbook from ninth grade art. Uh, I don't, there's other problems. The head's weirdly centered wrong. The shoulders don't go right. I don't know if they just pose them poorly, but that face is just wrong. So I don't know if I have any interest in this. I, I, I do like their statue that they did a lot. Their statue stuff is amazing, but those things are like 400 bucks for that scale one. Um, well, hey, you get what you pay for. You do get what you pay for. So get excited, everybody. Coming soon. Um, this is <laughs> the bottom of the thing they say. This is one figure that dedicated fans of World of Warcraft do not want to miss. Also comes with, oh, by the way, five pairs of interchangeable hands. So you, so she, so here she is locking a uh, arrow into her bow. Here is her hand just being like hanging there doing nothing. Here's another hand flipping the bird. I don't know what the other hands do, but there's five articulated handsets. This would normally be totally my jam, but I can't look at that face. I can't do it. Sorry, guys. You blew it. Sideshow collectibles, this is not. No, no. All right. Um, here's, okay, I have two boring stories because I know you guys like those lately. So I'm going to bring you two of them this time, all right? I thought of Patrick when I thought this, uh, did this first one. Patrick, do you have your veto card ready? Yeah, you ready to veto this? I I, I said something once. <laughs> once. I know, but Scott. I like it. I'm making it a thing. I'm trying to make fetch happen, all right? So okay. here it is. All right. There's all right. a World of Warcraft esports Twitter handle now. So go follow WoW Esports if you want to follow the latest in, in hot WoW Esports. Okay, that's boring story number one. All right? I have a take. Oh, give me a take. Go for it. I've I seen seriously thought here. this already existed. <laughs> you thought it already existed? I can't believe this wasn't already oh, a Twitter Oh, handle. it wasn't already a thing. Well, I mean, just for WoW itself. Yeah, that's true, though. Like, for all the arena years and everything, you'd think they would have had something. So, I don't know why. But it's new. It's brand new. And, Patrick, you do say you say there have been boringer. Is that what you said? Yes, yes. <laughs> I think this is not the most interesting story, but uh, I mean, you've done better. Okay. Let's put it this way. It's it's no height comparison chart. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> then by the let way, me... by the way, so, okay. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Uh, you're fine. I'm gonna link two things, one from last week and one from this week. Mm-hmm. Height comparison chart. Yeah. This statue that you just talked about yeah. is a one ninth scale. Yes. Right? Yes. Which means we can deduce by measuring the statue and multiplying that measure by nine we can deduce the exact height of sylvanas but that sounds so boring and then, <laughs> go well ahead, go ahead i'm just saying i i I, yeah, I agree it's just that you seem to like boring stuff so i'm eating your ah, see uh, i'm making it work i'm point. making this a new thing on the show finding boring stuff for patrick okay how about this the one? world this is- of warcraft podcast so you don't have to that's right Borecraft. you're snoozing to the instant there see that's it writes itself <laughs> okay here's the other boring one uh a redditor named mush pmc recreated a rathy basin in minecraft that's cool I actually kind of di- i dig this yeah this I stuff's this cool quite a bit i can't and since we're since yeah. we've been talking about uh, aesthetic and what we find visually appealing, I will take any Minecraft uh, recreation over any game 
done in the Unreal Engine because every game done in the Unreal Engine, it's always something that's beautiful and stylized for a reason. They put it in Unreal and it's like, hey, do you want to know what your favorite game would look completely devoid of art direction? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. I don't like that either. I like I like the idea that that the game could, you know, that one day the tech would improve the blizzard would do an mmo with that kind of tech in mind but still have the art direction at the same time that's really compelling yeah. to me but but just a recreation because you have the tools to make you know uh i don't know uh orgrimmar it's not enough it's not the same or storm yeah, storm I recently winds saw do, a, a ocarina of time done in unreal and i was like that looks terrible that's, yeah it's not what you want it's not what you want it's, it's yeah it's it's like counter-strike crates level of sterile but minecraft impresses me because that looks just like a giant pain in the ass and i appreciate anyone willing to do something like that and wish i yeah, had and it's, and it's a tool set that you can you immediately understand as anyone who's ever even taken five seconds to try minecraft like yeah. you know what goes into it you know what they were working with uh and, and that's why i like minecraft recreations it's because you we all basically have like a barometer for how much effort it takes right exactly all right on that note we're doing this early Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> uh, birthday shout out to the town crier. He turned 20 this week. Think of that. Yeah, I know. That that photo you tweeted, what was it? <laughs> Fifth birthday? And you're yeah. like, this was taken in so-and-so when Batman Begins came out. Yeah. And I was just like, I am going to start coffin shopping. <laughs> yeah. That is what I It was like Revenge do. of the Sith, Batman Begins, and uh, Serenity. We're all, in, we're all in theaters. We were a year away, eight months to a year away from the instance even launching. Like, that's just weird. And he's five years old. Now, he's 20. Ooh. I was literally graduating high school. Exactly. You were probably with high marks and uh, dumb pants or bad they're, shorts they're, or whatever. We'll just call them marks. Okay. They were marks. That's fine. Um, anyway, uh, so we're going to do some quick ones here that we got from people on uh, the Twitters and on the email and everything else. If you guys want to email us, it's the instance at gmail.com or you can use the quick comment thing on the website. Super easy to use. Here's one from Bruce who says, we are 15 years on. Do you guys think that WoW 2 is ever in the cards? How much time has to pass? No. Um, ten, five years ago, I would have said no. I'm starting to wonder that if we here. Okay. My, here's what I think. As the game nears 20, that might be when Blizzard... I don't think you can just Why, though? coast on this for the... Because the- this is the big flagship thing, and, and after a while, it's not going to be that anymore. You got to... I know there are other games in the works. I know they got other stuff going on, but nothing to this scale. So I just... I don't know. This is more about what I want, not what they'll do. Okay? I know that. But what would World of Warcraft 2 be? I want it to be... You just want them to to have a clean slate and just start from the beginning so that it you get the clean slate because i think what most people think of when they think wow 2 is graphics mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i i'm guessing maybe it's not the case but graphics wise i don't know that they would do things super differently from what they're doing now you know they've I... always had relatively uh uh low spec graphics for everything mm-hmm. And uh, they have, as we've talked about many times, improved the engine a lot in WoW 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and But even more than that, the big issue with uh, an MMO getting a sequel, it, it has never worked, never worked properly. 
because then you get the conundrum of do I get a new character? What happens to the old ones? Do do we just lose everything these characters we've been playing with for so long? And yeah, it's just you know. Uh, Technically, we've been playing with them, but we just reset everything every expansion, so it doesn't matter. But still, people care about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it I would have to—it would have to be a sequel to WoW in the way that WoW was a sequel to Warcraft Three, and it would need to be leaps and bounds like WoW was for Warcraft Three. Even and and in that case, it even jumped genres. But it needs—it needs to be something huge. And I'm not saying they'll do it. And you're probably right. I think you make a fair argument. And there's a reason it hasn't no, happened up till now. You're saying but, it it needs to be something huge, something like what, like an entirely different MMO? Is well, that what you're saying? This that is what I'm saying. And here, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump to this dude here named Cranky Troll, who says a thing that I would rather them do. And this is what he says: He says, if you had to pick only one, WoW as it is today, or a standalone huge single player game set in Azeroth with modern graphics and a world larger than Skyrim's, which would you pick? I would pick that second one. I know that sounds crazy, and we live in a world where maybe we can have both, but I would love it if they would just yeah. take the shackles off of got to make sure this fits as many PC specs as possible and just went crazy with, like, let's put this on consoles and compete on PCs and everywhere, and let's have a big, fantastic, incredible Skyrim level. I use that just for comparison. I'm not looking for the same game again, but something like that in Azeroth. That's a different question, though. That'd be I know that's a different I know, but question. that's it's and that's not, my point. I don't I don't really want WoW two. What I want is that. Right. That's what I want. That and you can cool. still you still have WoW. Have it over here doing its thing. Thirty years later, that's fine. Just keep it cranking on it. But over here, have this amazing, incredible, polished single player experience, which just be amazing. I'm not going to do it, but I want it. All right. That's what I'm saying. Thanks. It would be very cool. Uh, it also would be like asking Disney World to replace everything down to the pipes and start over. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of right. And others have tried this and they failed. Like that's the other thing is we've learned from ev- things like EverQuest Two and things like uh, Asheron's Call Two, and even RuneScape has has more reverted to its roots than than its proper sequel. Like yeah. You're yeah, totally it right. It works better for more on the Diablo side of things. Like it, it works for Destiny. It works for Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't work for Destiny. Well, it, it, they just, they just, uh, uh, you know, they had Destiny two, and that a lot of people were angry that it wasn't. You know, they lost everything in Destiny one. Well, uh, I'm going to take think... a page out of your book and say they were just whiners. I was totally fine with. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that yeah. is. Exactly what I said. Anyone who ever complains about anything is a whiner. That, is, that was my point. Here's, here's what here's what they don't do. That so well. what makes Diablo different. If Diablo was trying to put out a new version of its own game every one to two years, I don't think people would have patience for that. Um, I think that if Destiny released a game as often as Diablo releases a game, people would be much more into the idea of a brand new, uh, a brand new Destiny. Problem with Destiny. I mean, with, with the Diablo, caveat that Diablo should have had another expansion for three. Well, that's true. I mean, that should have happened to me. If well, Diablo had an expansion every couple of years, I guarantee you it would start adopting the WoW model of having, you know, it would kind of become an MMO um, because you would reset every expansion and right. you wouldn't keep your gear probably because it's it's just not sustainable. Right. And the thing with WoW is that they change the systems so much like this is the ultimate proof that they don't need a wow to 
they actually had to go in and recreate WoW 1 with Classic because WoW has changed so much that it became a WoW 2. Now, they could make a, a very mean, they, they, different they... game, a very different MMO, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't necessarily be WoW 2. Right. It, it could be do. There are many different ways they could have evolved. Wow. Right. And maybe another way could it be more fun or more different or maybe a clean slate is provides a, a, a more different experience. But my point is. This version, this current version of wow that we have now might as well be called wow to given how different it is from the original one. Hmm. I get it. Garrett, Garrett you were going to. Yeah, I was just, it was just kind of a micro correction to Patrick. Like they also had to recreate classic because they didn't have it anymore. It was lost in a fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean like, they, didn't, they didn't have the choice necessarily, right. um, but no, sure. But the point like, is that the, the two versions of the games are so different that they can coexist at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's almost like having like, it's trying to illustrate the fact that the current one has evolved beyond the point of being, recognizable to people who started with yeah. it yeah yeah um, i mean i feel like this question comes up once every two months and and my yeah, my reaction is always the same which is like yeah it'd be really rad to have a new engine from the ground up but the world of warcraft i know and love but it just seems so wholly unrealistic to me yeah i don't know how they do it yeah. there'd have to be some huge the breakthrough thing, in tech. I, again the engine thing i don't think would change if they were to create uh an engine from zero from scratch uh, for World of Warcraft today, I think it would be marginally different from what we have currently. Well, it would need okay, to be I more than that. Bold faced disagree. Yeah, I totally agree, disagree with that as well. It would need to be more than that, or don't do it. It would have to be. I'll give you an example. If I do a quest right now and they say, "Hey, go get me that, go get me that barrel of beer," says a dwarf. All right. So I walk over to the thing. I just did this in a in a quest. Uh, when I go over there and look at the thing and I click on it, the barrel flies up to me and lands on my back magically. And then I walk it back to the dude. And then it disappears somehow when I give it to him. In a new kind of game, well, that engine better be capable of me leaning over with my grumpy orc and going, throwing that thing on my back and then walking it over there. We need the fidelity of a game like and an RPG experience like The Witcher or like... Um, uh, even the, they, even the new Assassin's Creed games, Odyssey is a great example of this. There's just a lot of tactile stuff going on. I would need systems like that. It can't just be this is a prettier version of the exact same thing with all the limitations that the current engine has gameplay. No, but the the point that I'm making is that I think if they were to, they have always done highly stylized, very low spec graphic engines that run on a toaster that run on anything. It's not that they couldn't do it. It's just that they choose not to do it the way you're describing. Yeah. They've never done that ever. Right. I, and I don't think that there's so many, I, I'm, I'm going to just stick with Scott's example. There's so many different avenues that you could point and look to, but like a lot of that just look see, to me feels like a limitation of the engine. Cause why, why would it look that bad that it, 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 the hands are it, like you're rendering the hands, you're rendering the barrel. It shouldn't take any more computing power to animate the barrel moving in sync with the hands as opposed to having just a lame float animation. Yeah. Um, it, that to me looked like, I don't know. And uh, I don't think I, any of us do, 
because we're not game developers, but I'm assuming that that is a limitation of the engine and not a stylistic choice to make it look poopy. <laughs> I think it's you're. Not, I, I think you're probably they right. They redid the. They redid the uh, models. What three years ago? Five years ago? Yeah, whenever uh, uh, Warlords. Yeah, Warlords was the change. Right. Yeah. They they could have made the models as you described them. They 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 just remade so, them. But it's you're you're pointing at one thing though, because if like suddenly we have you know Witcher style models, well, what do you do for the rest of the world? Yeah, you got to go back to every zone, every asset, and bring it up to that fidelity. Yeah, it's not yeah. no, but the, the whole point of WoW, the reason why it still looks relatively good is that they didn't go photorealistic. This is. I'm not saying the, photorealistic. Of, yeah, I don't want that either. You, you I don't can want have that either. Higher yeah. graphical fidelity and still have a style to it. Yeah, that, um, that, I agree with that. The, sure. and, and I would make the point. No, no of course, no, of course, they but, should never go okay. for photorealism. But if they, if they could just, uh, here's what needs to happen. And this is, I'm going to put this in the possibility column. Okay, one day, I through machine learning AI. I don't know what it is. Um, and I'm just reminded of this because the, the the demo for the Unreal 5 engine the, uh, last week was was interesting because they talked about how they're taking these many, many, many triangled objects and bringing them right into the game and then they don't have to dumb it down at all. Just The engine knows what to do with it and can do many of them and process it all. And it was very cool to listen to, but it made me think, you just get to a point where this stuff's smart enough where you say, all right, we know these are this kind of tree. We know these are these kind of rocks. We know this is this kind of land mass or whatever. And we know these characters look like this and all the things they wear look like these things. Some way of just going, we're taking everything that's under the hood, but we're making it all look a shit ton better. And that could happen one day. We're not there. We're nowhere near there. But one day that could happen where a company as big as Blizzard could figure out that stuff. And through whatever process, some super AI, that super AI goes through all of that, and suddenly your game is a way better looking thing with very little human interaction. It's entirely possible that that's in our future, but probably not for WoW, is my thinking. Okay, yeah, I, it, you guys are not understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a choice to make it look the way it does look now. Oh my God, Patrick, Christ, dude, I understand <laughs> that because I said the exact same thing 10 minutes ago. No, but Scott is saying Scott is saying, oh, but if they could, they would make it look like this and like that and more, uh, uh, you know, detailed and more blah blah blah. I think they my, would. My, I, I do think that I, they would. I am making that point because I, I believe really, that they God, would. So, I sometimes feel like I'm talking to walls. Um. Well, hold on, hold on. I I understand what Patrick's saying, and yes, the stylization was the smartest thing they ever did. Like, I, I, I think, why wouldn't they change it now? They're changing the the engine all the time. Why wouldn't they? Because it's starting to I don't be really. Why you it's starting to be that. really it, ugly because of how it impacts everything else. Like what I I think you're not understanding me or even or even Scott to some degree, which is like it's it has a ripple effect. Like if if you go too far in the fidelity, suddenly everything sticks out like a sore thumb compared to the environment around it. Now it might work for a new expansion, but then suddenly you're back in Stormwind and you look like a page out of the art book, but Stormwind still looks like a slightly cleaned up version of a vanilla model. That's that's to me why I think. But again, I also go back to Scott's lifting up a barrel example as I see that as limitation of engine and not a stylistic choice. Yeah, and you're also you, my my other point, which is my major my my bigger point, it's not so much the visuals, but my other biggest point is mechanically we are down to like 
20 or so activities that you can reskin as different activities, but they're still the same activities in the game. So if you do, if you run through a complete quest, uh, questing of a character from zero to now 60 with the squish, you're going to be doing variations of almost the exact same stuff throughout the game. It'll always be go fetch these and bring them back. Well, those are, those are easy to do, but sometimes it's while you're out fetching these squish these cause they're out there. And so now you got a squish mechanic, but later that squish mechanic's going to be used in a different way and skinned in a different way, but really mechanically under the hood, it's all sort of same activities. And I want it. I want to get to a place with MMOs in general where it doesn't feel like just reskinned activities all the time. And MMOs, there are plenty of RPGs suffer from this. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, mechanically, I don't yeah, know. You, I think this kind of gets into a new, a completely different subject to me. I mean, it may, but that's my whole point is what I, if I want, if they're going to do something with wow, that takes it from what it is now to something new, it needs to be that level of growth, fidelity, change, all of it for me to, to want it. Otherwise, why bother? So ironically, I'm kind of arguing Patrick's point at the same time he's arguing. It's the same thing. What he's saying is true. And the reason they've done it is the way they've done it because of that. And they're not going to do WoW 2 because why would they? All the work's done. And your point, Garrett, is totally true. It's not only done, but it's unfathomably huge for them to go and change it all. It would just be ridiculous for them to reskin, rework, redo this game just so WoW can look that much better or run that much better. Like what they have now is fine. I just know if I, if they really wanted to get me and get the, and pry money out of my hands the fastest, it would be give me a big immersive world, whether it's an MMO or not with updated everything so that it doesn't feel like I'm doing the same five quest types all day long. That would be cool. It's at the top of like my magic wand list. If I got wave magic wand, I would, just want like the most beautifully fully realized version of world of warcraft with you know yeah. moving the the jank i yeah. guess yeah move the jank that's what we're saying move the jank all right final question here this is from uh, ryan m he says hey guys big fan of the show been listening to you guys since tbc i even took a multiple year-long break from wow when i was in graduate school but i always listened to the podcast when i wasn't playing i had a question for garrett i've been a casual hearthstone player for a while it used to be my go-to game to play on the train to go to work. Since the lockdown started, though, I decided to catch up on solo adventures. I started with Witchwood's Monster Hunt, since that is the last one I tried to play. I play three or four attempts per night over 50 days and cannot beat this thing. I always stomp all the monsters until the sixth or seventh boss, and then it feels like I get completely destroyed. My question is, am I terrible at Hearthstone? Are the solo adventures supposed to be this hard? Let me know your thoughts. Love the show. Keep up the good work, says Ryan. So, Garrett, what would you tell poor Ryan with his uh, banging his head against uh, Hi, the Ryan. I thought Monster Hunt was one of the worst things they ever added into the game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I thought it was crap. <laughs> Not a fan? All right. Um, yeah, I thought the dungeon runs uh, were pretty lame until beginning of last year mm. when they did um, Dalaran, the Dalaran heist, and they added Bob the Bartender where you could manipulate your deck during the run it was this one extra layer that just added so much more uh to like how good the dungeon run felt and how much control over you had like how much control you had over uh the very random 
runs uh, and like the decks that you build along the way as you as you do runs. Sure. Um, if you were listening to Anger Chicken at the time, like we were so done with dungeon runs, um, like in a crescendoed with uh, Rasakhan's Rumble. Yeah. Um, I still haven't even logged into it. That's how disinterested I was in the Rasakhan's Rumble dungeon run because I I thought they were just basically copy pasting the exact same experience all the way back to Cobalt and Catacombs, which was the first time we had a dungeon run. And that was really cool, but it wasn't the two, three more times that they did it until they got to Dalaran Heist and they added like multiple new features to the dungeon run. Um, And what you're describing is one of the main reasons I really cannot stand this mode, which is you don't know what the final two bosses are going to be and every boss gets put like a little harder, a little harder, a little harder. But then the seventh and eighth bosses are like extremely hard. Yeah. And if you don't know what they are, uh, you can't draft a strategy to, to beat them. And you don't know what they are until you go up against them. So it's just complete random luck. If you happen to draft like the type of deck that can actually have a chance against these bosses. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's why I didn't like it for very long. Um, but also, it, it just didn't, it was supposed to be kind of like the slay the spire like roguelike card deck builder uh mode and it it just yeah. never lived up to it like go play slay the spire it's a better it's a better version of that yeah or, or honestly did. try dollar on heist um i think it's like the best version of that that hearthstone has accomplished by a landslide victory i loved it i played the crap out of dollar on heist and i couldn't stand dungeon runs at that point i was like open disdain for it on my own hearthstone podcast yeah i remember you didn't like so, that very much at the time yeah yeah they would i thought they were just such a such a complete like dropping the ball of, of content. So um, you're not alone. It's it, it. And that is the goal. And some people like it. It's supposed to be a total random kind of crap shoot. And you're supposed to just kind of give yourself over to that and try and have a good time. Uh, I hate fun. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, I don't like it. There you go. You fun hater. Final question. Shunts says, guys, I really like your monthly bonus shows. Uh, great stuff, but I want to get them early when I sign up. Is there a level I need to choose to be on that list? Thanks for your help. Turns out all the levels get it. If you become an Instance Plus member, every level on there gets the bonus show. So don't you stress your little heads. In fact, uh, the the week old one was just put up today, and that one goes to everybody. But if you want them early, just sign up for any level, and boom, it's yours whenever we do them. So thanks, Shunts, for asking. Go check that out at theinstance.net, and you'll find everything else about the show there. All right, before we get out of here, quick round table about what's going on in the world of our other podcasteries. Patrick, what are you doing this week? Nothing. Just go follow stuff that Scott and Garrett do. No, don't do that. Uh, follow Patrick's uh, Instagram account. It's ha- it's a happy place, and it's always in the forest. It is. That's true. Yeah, I like forest things. And also, fr- uh, uh, Frenchspin.com is really good because there's a lot of shows there you should listen to, and it's all very good. He's also on the Daily Tech News Show today, so listen to that. He'll talk about tech in some it's rad way. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I know it is. I can feel it. I've been feeling it all morning, and I now you've confirmed it. That feeling wasn't just uh, homoeroticism. <laughs> I knew you had Stop. something going okay. on. Okay, all right. All right, uh, all right. also, Garrett, well, anything this week at amove.tv? Tell the fine folks. Uh, well, off of amove.tv, speaking of Daily Tech News Show, I am continuing my short YouTube video series on working remotely uh, and giving 
remote work tips uh, with Tom Merritt. He joined me uh, uh, this past week. It literally just went up yesterday. So this is for the Arrowhead Center, which is over at the New Mexico State University. Mm. Uh, they asked me to do a, a series of short videos for them uh, with uh, tips on working remotely. And Tom Merritt is joining me for this one and the next couple, giving some remote work security tips. So go to youtube.com slash Arrowhead Center. And uh, you'll see Tom Merritt on a thumbnail. You can't miss it. It just went up. Uh, everything else is that he moved out TV. There was a, a bit. There's there is a big uh, Hearthstone set of nerfs and a few buffs uh, that I believe went live today that we'll be talking about on the Angry Chicken tomorrow with our special guest Jonathan Vigil, the lead singer of the Ghost Inside. Mm. If you're a fan of that band, yeah. he's also a raging Hearthstone head. Uh, so. Cool. Go listen to that. Everything's at emo.tv. Plenty of shows for you to listen to. Go check it out. Nice catch on that guy. That's very good. Uh, for me, I actually want to give a shout out to um, the show I do on Wednesday nights with John uh, Jagger and Bo Schwartz called Core. A lot of people think that show is just about Heroes of the Storm because it used to be, that's, that is what it was. We pivoted right around the time Blizzard made a bunch of changes in Heroes and we said, you know what, we'll let... Let into the Nexus have all the glory. We're going to do our own thing, and we made it a all-around video game industry show where we talk about industry news, games that are uh, making big splashes, stuff we're playing, big, long, deep conversations about the existential world of video games. So, uh, if you sounds interesting to you, you want to add that to your library, super easy to do so, and it's free, of course. Head on over to frogpants.com/core and check it out. I think there's something there for you to like. I think it's going to do it for us. Big thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. In the meantime, the instance.net is where you're going to find everything you might need, including our Twitter accounts, Instance Show. I'm at Scott Johnson. Garrett is at Garrett Art. Patrick is at Not Patrick. And more shows just like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.